once you cross this world and into that unconscious state, you will vividly be present in everything you see. Closer and closer you go. Strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, truer words have never been said. Um, it does not matter who the host is. Today is Thursday, El Cinco de Mayo, May the 5th of 2022, day 125th of the year, and only 240 days left to go. Anyways, I hope everything is good and grand inside of your neck of the woods, depending on where you're located and depending on what you're doing. Of course, uh, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM. And then, of course, hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place that we do stuff at. Radio USA, Canada, UK. Oh, yes, hanging out with our friends at RadioBig.fm. So, did you do anything fun, exciting, extraordinary on May the 4th? You know what I'm saying? May the 4th, because uh, that was a big deal for some yesterday. So, I want to make sure that if it was, a, you know, a biggie for you, that you did something coolio. Yeah, coolio, my friend, coolio. Anyway, so let's start jumping into it and talk about some of the things that were trending. We're going to talk about some of the trends that were happening yesterday. So let's talk about what was trending, and we'll talk about that right now. Hashtag Star Wars Day and hashtag May the 4th be with you uh, was trending um, yesterday on May the 4th. So good for them. Um, what else did you see? Uh, hashtag Obi One landed on Twitter's top ten trends um, after Disney released a trailer for the upcoming series. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about that a little bit more later. Twitter users couldn't stop talking about what um, went down during Dave Chappelle's um, uh, 
stand-up show on Tuesday night um, in regards of, uh, you know, him being attacked on the stage. And, of course, hashtag uh, Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. Yes, I said that properly this time. Um, was trending as um, Amber Heard took the stand. Well, when they said took, I thought it was going a different angle. So glad that um, that was cleared up right away. Oh, God, cleared up. Uh, so there you go. A lot of stuff there. And, you know, if I go through the chart toppers for yesterday, the only thing that we can talk about, the only thing that was making the big charts, the things that was reported on by multiple sources that I got back was the Obi-Wan Kenobi official release of, um, you know, of their uh, good old trailer. And um, I don't think that, you know, we're going to play that here. In regards of it, if we were doing something else, maybe I'd consider it. But, you know, I just don't think that that's going to be the wave of things. Anyway, so let's start talking about some other things right away. If you want to do some stuff with the show, it's kind of a simple process of doing so. All you have to do is go to callinradio.com. That's callinradio.com. That's the messaging, the video, and the audio messaging that will get our general directors. Or we might even uh, be curious enough to pump you in live yes that's pumping you in live here uh so just some things to talk about um as we are hanging and banging and moving uh so you have that opportunity of doing so uh so there you go that's some information for you uh what else do we have going um as i'm looking looky looky aroundsy uh just real quick um as i am taking a gander uh a, a looks if one made, that's pretty much the highlight of it right now. So let's do this. If you're not familiar with the show, like I like to tell people, it's a kind of a, it's an easy process. Uh, what we do is we talk about news and information and what is going on inside of the world of safety. And we combine them both all together. We bring in some professional broadcasters that will tell you all about what is going on inside of that world. So you don't have to worry too much about that. Um, so we'll bring them in. They'll bring in their stuff. I will come back through, let you know what I was thinking about, what they um, what they were saying, and then give you some kind of feature story, main story, or something along those lines that we get to do all together and pack it into one giant gift, and then we put a bow on it, and then we move forward. I think it's kind of a, it's an easy process. So with that being said, I think it's time for us to do some news. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. NBC News Radio, I'm Michael Kastner. It appears Russia is making a final push to seize a bombed-out city in Ukraine. Troops breached defenses around a steel plant overnight where 200 civilians are holed up with soldiers in the last holdout in Mariupol. Ukraine is pleading for a truce to evacuate them all. President Biden is considering even more sanctions on Russia for the war in Ukraine. He plans to talk with other G7 nation leaders about it this week. Donations to abortion rights groups and clinics are surging after Monday night's leak of a Supreme Court draft opinion overturning Roe v. Wade, the landmark ruling that legalized abortion in the U.S. Donations have been pouring into national organizations with big operating budgets, small independent clinics, and modestly funded regional groups. It looks like another COVID surge could be on its way. Trey Thomas with details. The CDC is predicting 42 states will see a rise in hospital patients over the next two weeks, including Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Florida. Daily admissions have already jumped by 20%. What's more, the CDC expects another 5,000 people to lose their battle with coronavirus before the end of this month. It's predicted that Ohio, New York, and New Jersey will likely see the most cases. A voyage from hell, that's the word from over 
over 100 cruise passengers following a COVID outbreak. More from Natalie Rodriguez. Hundreds of passengers contracting the virus on the Carnival ship from Miami that has now docked in Seattle. Darren Seifertson is one of them. They didn't have a backup course on how to handle about 200 people infected with COVID. Seifertson is currently at a hotel quarantining after testing positive aboard the ship. He and the other passengers complaining they had to wait hours for meals were not properly isolated and could not get a hold of medical staff. The ship is already on to its next voyage as the CDC investigates. Before the opening bell, stock futures are on the decline. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. The Red Cross says more than 300 civilians have been evacuated from the city of Mariupol in Ukraine. Uber's announced a $5.9 billion loss, largely due to stakes in Asian ride-hailing firms Didi and Grab. The Solomon Islands Prime Minister says Australia's insulted his nation over its security pact with China, and police in LA have arrested a man who attacked comedian Dave Chappelle on stage while holding a replica handgun. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. Local restaurants and bars are gearing up for a busy night as the nation celebrates Cinco de Mayo. Lynn Hernandez with the Florida Restaurant Association says this could hit some hot spots hard since... They're already dealing with the one-two punch of supply and staff shortages. We're hiring, so if anyone's interested in a job, um, we've got plenty of job openings available. Supply shortages are being blamed on farms, ranches, and food processors having trouble finding workers on top of a shortage of delivery drivers. Staff shortages continue from pandemic fallout. Many service workers say they realize they're not getting what they deserve from their jobs, so they left. Entrepreneurs and gig workers are a big part of this year's IRS National Small Business Week. More from Andy Asher. The IRS is spotlighting entrepreneurs like gig workers and freelancers. As that gig economy has continued to grow, we've actually set up a gig economy center on our website. That's David Tucker with the IRS. And a tip for new entrepreneurs, employer tax withholding may no longer apply for your new gig. They need to then pay estimated taxes. He's talking about estimated tax payments on a quarterly basis. People should go to our gig economy center on irs.gov. With this reminder, he says be sure to keep good records. The economy will likely be the most important issue this November and will decide the midterm elections for both parties. Mike Bauer reports. How many seats will Republicans pick up this fall? Forecasting numbers based on the latest polls are never a good idea, but certainly the trend lines are heading in the right direction for the GOP. Monday night's bombshell, Supreme Court leak notwithstanding, the economy will likely be the most important issue this fall and may decide the electoral outcome for both parties, and with it, control of Congress. I hardly make enough money to even save anything to buy a house or put a down payment on a house. That's not to say the abortion issue isn't important to people on both sides, but recent polling seems to indicate the economy is at the top of voters' minds. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. So do you feel like you're missing out on what everyone is starting to do now, that live streaming thing, and you don't know where to start or what to do? 
I have the resource and the information to provide to you in regards on how you can stream onto 40 social media platforms all at one time. Yes, that's 44-0 social media platforms all at one time. All you'll need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's O-N-E. So just in case, and you'll be able to start live streaming just like you're hearing people starting to do right now up to 40 social media platforms. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Welcome to Calvin's Barbershop. You all got to see this. I don't even want to know what you're looking at on that phone. Well, you should. I was learning about the dangers of high blood pressure and that we need to get ours checked regularly. High blood pressure can increase the risk of heart attack or stroke. But this text program can help keep it at a healthy range. Just text Barbershop to 97779 to sign up. I'll get right on it as soon as I'm done with this baby panda video. (laughs) Text Barbershop to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. Is your safety training old, stale, and hacked? Is your safety trainer still preaching a warped version of behavior-based safety? How about safety training that actually addresses your hazards in your workplaces and is not standardized baloney from 25 years ago? Contact the Safety Wars team at safetywars.com or call Jim Polzel at 845-269-5772. Remember, if you're receiving this message, you are the solution to unsafe workplaces. Hey, let me ask you something. Would you seat your three-year-old child on a windowsill? Would you seat them beside a lit fireplace or by the deep end of a pool? One last question. Would you seat your child in a car seat that's not correct for them? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Secure their future. Seat them in the correct car seat. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Well, you might be like me and heard all these terms and were not 100% sure on what they meant. Things is mining, blockchain, the Internet of Things. Well, I will tell you, we here at Safety FM have partnered up with a company that will explain this to you and will also have conversations to inform you on how you might have the potential of making passive income by being involved with this. All you need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. They'll discuss blockchain. What exactly is mining? What is cryptocurrency? And what is the Internet of Things? To find out more information, go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. That's safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. And don't forget to mention that Jay Allen sent you. You are listening to something magical. 
<laughs> You're Not. listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Oh, magical Rated R Safety Show, whatever you want to call it, we're here for you. Anyways, currently 15 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging and banging on this lovely Thursday and doing all the fun stuff that we get to do around here. Anyways, let's talk about for the top of the hit list because that's going to be important as we are hanging out and talking and discussing what is going on in the world. So here we go. Elon Musk may not keep Twitter a private company for very long. The Wall Street Journal reports that Musk has plans to retake the social media company public after three years. Worth noting, many um, detractors have suggested that Musk isn't serious about his acquisition and that it isn't money-making opportunity, but the news suggests that Musk sees potential in changing some of the core operational infrastructure um, of the company that could make it very profitable indeed. So what do you think? What do you think when you hear this? Uh, do you think that he'll pull it off the market and then all of a sudden privatize the, the damn thing and then turn it into the full, you know, you know, public trading option that would be available? And what is he going to do? What is it that he's going to make different about it? Because here's the fun part. If you do take a look into the Twitterverse of things, um, Twitter for or Twitter was originally called Odeo. And Odeo was about podcasting and then it became this thing known as twitter what yeah you heard me correctly there um that is some of the boredom that i run into in my life that i actually spend that kind of time looking up that kind of information so there you go anyway so let's talk a little bit more about some other things that are going on nasa scientists um have uh um, have for years been excited about the opportunity to study an in-person rock and sample from another planet and at the current rate of trips to mars that likelihood is increasingly becoming a reality NPR reports that NASA is developing a protocol for returning samples currently being harvested by the Perseverance rover back to Earth and landing in Utah desert to be studied. The Perseverance mission itself doesn't have the capability to um, get samples back to Earth, but plans in place to send recovery crafts to Mars to pick up the samples and fly them back, uh, scheduled to launch um, as soon as 2027. But ensuring the integrity of the sample is complicated process, including sealing it in layers of protective tubes um, that the heat, um, heat treated to dest- um, cannot destroy and potentially harmful substances on the exterior. Um, one of NASA's officials tells NPR that it's likely that to welding your metal lunchbox shut um, while trying to keep your lunchbox nice and cold inside all at the same time. But wait! There's more. Turns out that there's an entire organization committed to stopping uh, this from happening at all. The International Committee Against Mars Samples Returns uh, fears the release of pathogen substances uh, if there's anything alive in the alien space rock. And perhaps rightfully so, given the experience of the last two years, just imagine the the novel virus um, were actually uh, dangerous to most people. So think about that real quick. There is the possibility of getting a space rock back from Mars. Um, and bring it into this little planet here. And then there is the area of concern, because it is an area of concern, let's just be real, that, um, well, that it might have some kind of disease associated to it. So that is something to think about. Uh, so what do you think when you when you hear this? What do you think about when you, um, this comes about? Because there is a lot of stuff to think about. There, that is for sure. So um, let's go into uh, some other things. Should we do the market beat? I think it's time to do the market beat. Let's bring in some John Smalls 
real quick. Let him tell us what's going on inside of the world of the market. And I think that that might be um, the better way of doing things in life at the moment. What do you think? Or should we continue on? I don't know. Oh, my computer has just wigged out on me. Maybe we will not be doing market anything at the moment. Hold on. What's what's going on here? What's going on? Okay. So let's see. Let's take a look-see, look-see. It doesn't like me anymore, but that's most things in life. Ah, uh, da 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 da. Yeah, talk about live radio. Okay. Um. So I guess let's continue on some other stories as that seems to um, be loading. Uh, the world's largest living woman has uh, notched a couple of other records. Uh, Rumasi Geigel. Of Turkey stands seven feet seven inches tall and was certified as the world's tallest living woman in last October. She also um, has the longest fingers at 4.4 inches. Um, hands um, right on the side is 9.8 inches. Left is 9.55 inches. And her back is 23.58 inches. So I guess that is um, some numeros there that uh, you probably weren't thinking about. In regards of what you heard there. Um, but think about that. So imagine how gigantor of a woman this person is. I mean, that's a good or a bad thing, depending on how you want to take a look at it. Uh, that is for sure. Um, what to do, what to do, what to do. Uh, let's continue talking, though. That's for sure. I'm talking about some other things that are going on. The uh, Federal Reserve unanimously voted to raise interest rates at uh, half a percentage point. The biggest hike in 22 years, the Fed Chair uh, Jerome Powell uh, says that the increase are going to be uh, the way of the future. And for now, even if inflation slows down, at which point it will increase by a quarter of a point after each meeting. The Fed meets eight times a year to decide the interest rates and other factors. So that will be an interesting one to take a take a look at and see what exactly is going to happen there. Um, that is for sure because, man, what do you think? It is going to be some interesting times going on because of how the interest rate will go up and how inflation has continued to go up so what do you think when you hear all this stuff um just some things to think about as we are talking on this lovely lovely thursday well i don't think we're gonna do it in john small's voice today because it just doesn't seem like it's that um amplification of the system is working so hey we'll we'll deal with it i won't be able to be as eloquent as Mr. John Smalls is, but let's talk about this a little bit. The Dow um, responded positively to the news of the Fed's interest rate hike, surging 932 points in the last 90 minutes of trading and adding 2.8%. The S&P also picked up nearly uh, 3%, both um, Brent crude at $110.39 and the West Texas Intermediate $107 and um, picked up immediately on Wednesday as well. As the information broke, I am in, in shock that this thing is not opening and it's not opening on either side. You know, and I guess that's the stuff that, hold on, I'm not supposed to give you the inside icky on uh, what's going on over here. But, you know, who cares? I will tell you. I will tell you what is going on because let's, um, why, why hide the stuff? Uh, so there you go. There's that going on right there. Let's continue talking about some other things that are going on inside of this lovely world of ours. Um, did you hear about some of the things that are going on with, um, 
some of the changes here in Florida. Meeting today for the new FIU pedestrian bridge four years after it collapsed. More than four years ago after the tragic Florida International University Bridge collapsed. Talks today of a new one going up. Natalie Rodriguez has more information. Emotions likely to run high as meetings take place tonight to talk of the future of a new pedestrian bridge more than four years after the tragic Florida International University Bridge collapse. The Florida Department of Transportation is hosting the public meeting to talk about the design along Southwest 8th Street. Six people were killed when the bridge came crashing down in 2018. The remaining FIU bridge structure was demolished last year. Natalie Rodriguez, Miami. Okay, thank you, Natalie Rodriguez, for that of what is going on right now and all that kind of fun stuff. So let's talk about this. Restaurants offer food deals for Cinco de Mayo. Raise a glass for free food on Cinco de Mayo. A tasty details are listed now by Mark Mayfield. Millions will be celebrating the Mexican Army's 1862 victory over France. While many admit they don't really know the history, they do know it is a day for deals. Chipotle is offering free delivery. Del Taco has a buy one, get one free offer. Chili's has $5 drinks. And Qdoba is giving away free guac. Cinco de Mayo is not to be confused with Mexico's Independence Day on September the 16th. I'm Mark Mayfield. Did he just call it the Qdoba? Like he did, right? It was like the Qdoba. That's, that's how he referenced it. Hey, whatever. Um, good for him. Uh, whatever. Uh, let's continue talking about some other things uh, that is going on inside of the world. Uh, Justice uh, Alito cancels conference appearance after Roe draft leak. Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito is canceling his scheduled appearance at the judicial conference today after his draft opinion overturning Roe v. Wade was leaked earlier this week. Mark Mayfield has more information. Alito was scheduled to appear today at the Fifth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals Judicial Conference. The draft opinion that Alito wrote in February was leaked and made public Monday night. In it, he held that both Roe v. Wade, the 1973 Supreme Court decision making abortion legal throughout the U.S., and Planned Parenthood v. Casey, the court's 1992 ruling affirming Roe, are not supported by the Constitution. I'm Mark Mayfield. So, uh, do you think it was a good idea for him to decide not to show up, or do you think it's one of those things that, uh, well, let's just call it what it is. It's a chicken shit move. I don't know. I mean, people are going to have their opinions about it. I'll just ask the question. That's what it boils down to there. Uh, so, let's talk about this real quick. Um, ISS astronauts headed back to Earth. Cape Canaveral, Florida, four astronauts at the International Space Station are headed back to Florida. Trey Thomas has more information. The astronauts undocked early today after spending 176 days on the ISS and are scheduled for a pre-dawn splashdown off the Florida coast early Friday. At splashdown, the crew will have completed over 2,800 orbits around the Earth, covering 75 million miles. I'm Trey Thomas. Oh, you know, that's fun. Wow. Imagine all those miles. Your brain is going to be fried from that one. Anyways, let's continue talking midterms 2010 familiarity. Uh, reminisce of the 2010 midterms election here in 2022. The economy will likely be the most important issue this November and will decide the midterm election for both parties. Mike Bowers has more information. Campaign 2010 proved to be an historic election for the Republican Party and a decisive defeat for President Obama and many of his fellow Democrats. In April 
of 2010, President Obama's approval average was up by just two points. By the November election, Obama was down 11 points. In April of this year, Biden's approval was already down 11 points, which is not a good sign. The election exit polls showed in 2010 that 63% of the electorate said the economy was the most important issue facing the country, and Republicans won that group by 11 points. I'm Mike Bauer. Okay, so there you go. If you're looking into that election scene, some things to talk about, some things uh, to start thinking and considering as you move forward. Anyways, Hagen talked First Amendment of the, uh, let's see, the Supreme Court of the United States leaked during the Utah Supreme Court confirmation. A nominee for Utah Supreme Court is answering questions about the leaked draft opinion from someone inside of the nation's highest court. Judge Diane Hagen was um, asked during her confirmation hearing yesterday how she feels if it's similar to what is happening at the state level. It would be extremely disturbing to me if a draft opinion was leaked. And I, and I also think, of course, it undermines public confidence in, in just the integrity of the institution. Hagan also pointed out her experience as a First Amendment lawyer when saying that the government needs to be transparent and held accountable by the public. Hagan will face another uh, round of questions next week before um, state senators vote for the confirmation. Judge Hagan said that it was always important to strike balance between transparency and keep the need of some of the government's action out of the public eye. They have a right to know what their institutions are doing. But yes, of course, there are certain uh, deliberations that are uh, set out in our law, in grandma, uh, that are exempt. So let me make sure that I have this clear because I, I want to understand this. So you're telling me that the people who vote for you should hold electoral candidates responsible for what is going on. Hold on. Is that like some big anomaly? I mean, I thought that that's how the thing was supposed to be set up all around, all around from the very beginning. It wasn't supposed to be one of these things where this is like some area of surprise. Yes, uh, that's what's supposed to happen. It's not supposed to be divided into party lines. It's supposed to be, um, you know, we held you responsible because you said that this is what you were going to do. And you haven't done jack shit. So let's um, hold you responsible for it. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. You see, this is why I don't talk about politics. It's so easy for me to get distracted um, while we're talking about it. Anyways, two shot dead outside of a, a midtown music store. New York, New York police are searching for a gunman who shot and killed two men outside of the midtown music studio around midnight. Uh, they say that the men were um, shot along the West 37th Street and, and targets um, uh, worth a gunfire. So neighbors um, say that they were shaken by the violence in the area. I'm a single woman, and it's scary. It's very frightening. But I'd like to know what the mayor, DA, and the police are going to be doing about this. That's a great question. What are they going to be doing about it? Anyways, the victims were rushed to Bellevue um, Hospital, that were, and then they passed away um, from their injuries. The streets, uh, the streets around the shooting scene have been closed all night. Police have made no arrest as we speak right now. Uh, so there you go. Anyways, 30, 
30 minutes past the top of the hour, so let's go ahead and move forward into that um, into that thing that we call our main story. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so what did you see this morning? What got you excited? What got you moving? What got you grooving? All that kind of fun stuff. It is stuff to talk about. It is stuff to move about. It is stuff to... um. You know, we need to talk about what is going on because if we don't, who the hell is going to do it? Uh, that's the other portion of what we do around here. So um, when I was taking a, a, a gander, when I was taking a looksee see this morning, there was some stuff that came about um, from yesterday that I thought for sure we needed to talk about this morning um, as we are hanging out on this lovely show because there was an accident that occurred yesterday in Boston. So my question right away came about of what should we do when an accident happens at work? Like what is the, what is the norm for you? What is it that um, that happens and goes about and all that kind of fun stuff? So maybe that's something that we start talking about right here and we talk about accidents and what occurred yesterday in Boston. So if you are taking a, a look at the screener, We'll go ahead and uh, start talking about that. So let's go ahead and bring the the actual report that was going on. So take a look at this. New information now on a story has been breaking throughout this afternoon. Construction workers rescued from a building after a floor collapsed in South Boston. Now, one person was actually trapped in that building for hours. And with the building in danger of collapsing, crews brought in a surgeon to help free him. WBZ's Zania Maldonado is live at that scene with the very latest on what was Zania an intense rescue. Lisa and David, extremely intense. In fact, the commissioner says this man was stuck for nearly three and a half hours. He tells us it took nearly 100 Boston firefighters to rescue him. He describes a lot of cutting and lifting of the debris in order to pull this man out. Now, he was taken to a nearby hospital with life-threatening injuries. Now, the commissioner says he was conscious throughout the entire rescue in immense pain. He says when this floor collapsed, the man was knocked down with debris falling on to the lower part of his body. Officials not confirming or denying if they had to amputate in order to rescue the man, but they did confirm a surgeon was brought here to the scene. This is the former Edison Power Plant currently under construction. Now, two other people were also rescued from this collapse, but they both were taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. The fire commissioner and Mayor Rue describing to us just how difficult this operation was. It, it was an extensive extricate-fit operation took approximately 100 firefighters in, in support roles, bringing in cribbing and flooring and and rams and everything else to do an, a safe operation to try to remove the victim. This was a very complex scene, a very dangerous rescue operation, and I am so grateful and so proud of the teams who responded immediately. Now, crews on scene have confirmed to us recently that the man's leg did have to be amputated. Now, OSHA and the Boston Homicide Unit are handling the investigation into this collapse, and construction at this power plant has now been put on pause. That's the latest here in South Boston. Sunia Mazzanato, WBZ News. All right, Sunia, thank you. And this is what the power plant is supposed to look like once it is demolished. The developers want to transform that area into a mix of residences and retail stores. David? Okay, so there you go. That's the information of what was going on in that area. 
as we are talking. So what do you think when you hear this? What comes to mind right away? So you kind of already know that there was an incident, there was an accident, there was a amputation that occurred because a man was stuck for about three and a half hours. There was about 120 people that were there in regards of uh, assisting. There was two other people that were injured during the event as well, but they were non-life-threatening. So here's my question. Don't get me wrong. I understand why people were there to help out. That makes sense to me. But how do you get people to continue to do the work on a building that was collapsing? How do you get to, how do you talk to people in regards of saying, hey, we have put safeguards now in place, if you did, of course, um, to be able to move forward? Because that's going to be the interesting one now. So you had a catastrophic event that has occurred. So how do you have them continue and continue to come back in regards of being able to do the things that need to be done? Seriously, it's an important question. I mean, think about it for a moment. It's one of those things that as we sit here and talk about this, what comes to mind? Because you know that there are accidents that occur inside of workplaces, not sometimes, but all the time. What do you do to make sure that things continue going on the up and up? What do you do to continue to make sure that everything is moving forward? Those are the questions that I ask because this is not a this like this is an example of something that happened yesterday. If you look it up, this is yesterday's news. And there will be an incident that occurs at a work site today, and there will probably be more than one. There'll be several that occur, and tomorrow there'll be another, and that's the way that this whole thing goes. So how do you know that there has been enough stuff done that people will be safe to be able to go back? to work that's my question that's my question to you so what do you do inside of your operation to be able to move forward because you are aware that every time that an accident occurs there is a level of fear associated afterwards there is a level of fear of what if something now happens again so that's my question what happens then what conversations do you have? What do you do to change the anomaly inside of the organization? What do you do to make sure that it doesn't happen? And that's and that's kind of a hard question right there. You can't ever make sure that something's not going to happen. It's going to happen. It's the safeguards that are in place. Listen, we don't want anybody to have anything amputated. We don't want anybody to be injured. But also at the same time, too, if the options are an amputation or a death, well, we know how that's going to go. We are going to choose the amputation over the death. So these are the things that we talk about. These are the things that we um, we consider as we move forward. So these are some things to talk about today. So as you think about that on if something happens inside of your workplace, how are they handled? How is it handled? And if you cannot answer that question here today, seriously, if you can't answer it, maybe it's time to sit down with the leadership group and figure out how you can answer that question. Lots of things to think about. Seriously. Then again, what do I know? It's the guy behind a microphone. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Have you ever wanted to start live streaming and were not sure how to do it? You can start live streaming up to 40 social media platforms all at one time. 
for as little as nada. It's going to cost you your time. That is what it's going to cost. You can pre-record. You can live stream. You can do a multitude of things. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com O-N-E. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky. Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me. But I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Do you have a claim and not sure where to turn? Coastal Claim Consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder, to represent you after sustaining an insured loss. They assist policyholders in all aspects of processing the claim, working closely with the insured to provide the most equitable and timely settlement possible. They will provide you with comprehensive service, anything from inspecting the law site, analyzing damages, compiling claim support data, reviewing applicable coverages, assessing replacement costs of damages, and negotiating your settlement. The adjusters at Coastal Claim Consultants will evaluate your claim for no upfront cost whatsoever. Coastal Claim Consultants' fee is based on contingency contracts and are paid when the insurance company sends you a check and it's in your possession. Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com for more information. Lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants.
energy. The life force. Okay, there you go. Currently 43 minutes past the top of the hour. That one's called Lucid by Weasley. Songs readily available on Spotify and iTunes. Make you wonder, 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 wonder what the hell is going on. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, so there you go. Some fun times, some things to think about as we are hanging and banging on this lovely Thursday. Thanks to uh, Weasley for allowing us to play that one here on the Rated R Shafter Show as we are doing our stuff here. Uh, so let's get back into it. Let's talk about some other things that are going on inside of this world. And, of course, let me tell you about the most important thing that I will ever tell you at any point in our lifetime. And that is about my friends at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people in your local communities whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to AFSP.org. That is AFSP.org or call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255 or text the word TALK to 741741. Listen, we need to talk about this all the time, not sometime, all the time. Need to talk about this information because it is that important as we are doing our thing here day in and day out. That is not a joke. That is some serious business. So let's make sure that we are giving some serious consideration to that as we are moving forward. So there you go. Anyways, let's talk some more about some other things that are happening inside of this lovely, lovely of ours, because you know how it goes around here. If we don't talk about it now, when the hell are we going to make time to um, to do so? So um, let's talk a little bit more about our friend Elon Musk. I wish he was a friend, but no, I'm just saying that is in, in a general consensus. Anyways, Elon Musk answered uh, the question so many people have been wondering since he agreed to spend $44 billion on Twitter. Why not use the money for charity? Entertainment Tonight decided to um, to approach the topic um, with Musk at the Met Gala on Monday, asking if he, uh, if he didn't use the money for charity, philanthropy, or to do good. His response, I do do a lot of things. Uh, philanthropical, and uh, really my companies are intended to do good for the future of humanity. He's um, He uh, he outed the Tesla aims to accelerate sustainability, transport, and energy while SpaceX is providing internet um, to at least serve people around the world. He also cited the, the work with Ukraine where he, um, he has sent Starlink terminals to... Um, to help keep the country connected as it's going through uh, going through war with Russia, it will be interesting to see if the future how he'll be um, able to argue uh, the Twitter is a force for good. Last week, um, is it last week? Let's see. Last week, we learned that SpaceX and Tesla CEO had reached an agreement to purchase Twitter for forty-four billion dollars. It is, uh, it is now uh, known to us that we might, who might end up paying for it. We uh, here are a few ideas in a tweet that he, um, that he posted. He didn't quickly deleted last month. Must suggested that um, the change to Twitter to uh, Twitter Blue Premium subscription service, which included banning advertising and the uh, opinions or options to pay for using a cryptocurrency dogecoin twitter blue cost a 2.99 a month there are also talks of um of must changing or charging users to obtain the converted uh blue check mark 
Uh, he also mentioned uh, changing the fee to a third-party website once to quote embedded tweet um, from verified individuals or organizations. Also, uh, like, let's see, the new service on Earth outside of Russia. So there you go, some things to think about. So it'll be interesting to see some of the changes that are coming about. And what exactly is this um this Twitter blue thing? Seriously, I'm, I'm not familiar with it. How familiar are you with uh, Twitter Blue? Uh, no, seriously. I'm not talking about the confirmation thing because that I get. But what is Twitter Blue? Maybe, th- maybe that's a question. Unless you already know and have not shared with us. What is Twitter Blue? Introducing Twitter Blue, the first ever subscription-based service. So let's take a look at what it is. Because now I'm intrigued. Uh, we've heard the people at Twitter a lot. This is back in June of 2021. And we don't always build power features that meet the needs, so we are here to change. We took this feedback and are developing, uh, you know, um, um, and iterating upon the solutions that we'll give to the people. Okay, what is Twitter Blue? So starting starting Monday, or starting today, excuse me, we'll be rolling out our first iteration of Twitter Blue to Australia and Canada on the hope of initializing the phase of gain deeper understanding of what you make the Twitter experience customized more um, expressive and generally uh, speaking more. So what the hell does it do? Uh, so let's see, undo tweet typos, reader mode. Um, great. Sounds fantastic. Okay, cool. So I have to be in Canada or Australia. I'll have to take a look later on because I'm not going to torture you with me going through all of this right now. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, so let's do it right now. Let's bring in some Johnny Smalls. Let him tell you about what is going on inside of the Motivation Minute. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of insurancechicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by Daniel. Wayne Dyer said, you put your intention and your attention on what it is that you want to shift and change. Yeah, I agree. Think about this like a workout. If you're wanting bigger biceps, there's a special workout designed just for that. If you want to work on your legs, there's a completely different workout for that. If you've ever met me, you might be wondering how in the world I would know any of this. I'm not necessarily in great shape, but I used to go to the gym twice a day. That was many years ago and many pounds ago. I need to focus my attention and give some intention to doing this again. It's proof positive that by ignoring these things, I've drifted a bit. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Your Wellness Minute is brought to you by AlessaMorgan.com. When it comes to ways of reducing stress, there are two approaches that get mentioned pretty often, namely exercise and meditation. What you may be surprised to hear is that they reduce stress in very different ways, activating very different mechanisms in your body. Exercise excites your nervous system, increases metabolic rate, and helps with relieving recent stress. For example, if you go for a run after experiencing a stressful situation. Meditation, on the other hand, de-excites the nervous system and decreases metabolic rate and has been shown to relieve stress that accumulated over a period of time, also referred to as backlog stress. Additionally, meditation has been shown to strengthen the corpus callosum, which improves the connection between the right and the left hemisphere of the brain, therefore improving their communication. For more, check out alasamorgan.com. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. We do our safety show. 
Oh, entertainment in combination with everything else that is going on. That is something to think about uh, for sure. Anyway, so let's start talking about some other things. No winner for Tuesday night. Mega Million drawing. Friday's drawing will be for $70 million jackpot or $41.3 million cash payout. So there you go. If you want to play the game, yeah, ma, then welcome to do so. Uh, so here you go. Um, we'll talk about this real quick. Amber Heard took the stand Wednesday in her ex-husband Johnny Depp's defamation uh, a case against her. The actor told jurors how difficult it has been to relive her troubled marriage. Her testimony comes after a psychologist hired by Heard's team testified that she suffered from PTSD um, from multiple acts of abuse that um, inflicted her by Depp. So there you go. Some stuff to talk about as we are um, as we are talking, as we are talking here. So just some things to um. Give some consideration to as we are hanging and banging, moving and grooving and all that other kind of fun stuff as we are doing that thing. Anyway, at least what else do we have going on here? <laughs> Taking a look around. Let's talk about some things that happened back on this date because I think it might be time to do that. Uh, back in 2013, the National Rifle Association uh, reports record membership numbers exceeding 5 million the feat was announced in the organization's annual convention in Houston, Texas, by the executive vice president, Wayne LaPierre. Uh, this came on the heels of the failed gun control bill in Congress that would um, heavily re- um, regulated firearms sales in the U.S. So some things to think about as we are talking here. So there you go. Uh, what else? What else do we have? Uh, let's take a look at some other things that are going on. Let's talk about some birthdays that are happening today. Uh, Mitch Marner turns 25. Remington Lee turns 28. Uh, Chris Brown, 33. Adele, 34. Brooke Hogan turns 34. Henry Cavill turns 39. Vanessa Bryant turns 40. Craig David turns 41. Danielle Fisher turns 41. And let's see, Kyan Douglas turns 52 so there you go there's some birthdays that are going on today if you are so inclined to take a, a gander a looksy looksy if one may call them um that general direction if you're looking at some things to celebrate today world on um, password day national day of reason national day of prayer national total totally chipotle day national silence the shame day national hoagie day national cartoonist day and national astronaut day so all days that you can celebrate and of course the last but not least well let's talk about that one it is cinco de mayo cinco de mayo day So there you go. Some fun stuff going on inside of that world as we are speaking, moving, grooving, and all that other fun stuff right there. So a lot of stuff going on today. If you're so inclined to do so, do it and whatsoever. So there you go. Anyways, 54 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's get into some other things as we are seeing them in real time. Um, Did we talk about this one real quick? Uh, We talked about that already, so let's do some other stuff. Let's talk about... No, we don't want to talk about that. Not not that one. Let's talk about Did You Know. The world might be headed towards a shortage of what? Well, wait for it. 
sand, according to the UN report. Sand is um, the world's most um, exploited resource after water, playing a vital role into both construction and the natural environment. The report argues that um, we need drastically change the way that we produce, build, and consume products, infrastructure and services, or humanity and the or humanity and the nat- the natural world could face some uh, very difficult real times. Sand is the key ingredient to concrete, asphalt, and glass. And the UN says that around 50 billion tons of sand and gravel are used each year, um, enough to build a wall around the planet 27 meters, 88 feet wide and 27 meters 88 feet high so wide and high all combined together in regards of what you can do so what do you think about that as you hear that so there's a sand shortage or a potential sand shortage and there's a potential water shortage seems like a lot of stuff to think about i mean think about that real quick in regards how we're talking about this Anyways, what else do we have? Let's talk about some whack facts real quick. On the average, um, you breathe 23,000 times a day. Over the last 150 years, the average height of people um, in industrialized nations increased by uh, four inches. Stills were invented by French shepherd who, um, who needed them to get around wet marshes. People who are um, lying tend to look up into, the, into their left. Cold water um, weighs more than hot water. Major League Baseball umpires are required to wear black underwear in case their pants split. So there you go. Did you know that one? I definitely did not know that one. Uh, so there, there, there is some things there. Anyways, if you want to come and hang out with us, we will be going over at the top of the hour to RadioBig.fm, hanging out and doing the things that we get to do over there so that's you're more than welcome to come out hang out and see what we are doing in that little lovely world of ours as we do all kinds of fun stuff um inside of there so there you go uh what else what else what else let me take a a a look and see if i missed anything uh that could be of importance to you uh do we want to talk a little bit more politics real quick I can I can squeeze in more one more political in. Uh, disgraced former Governor Cuomo could play election spoiler this fall. A new Emerson College, the Hill poll finds that the disgraced former Governor Andrew Cuomo could play a role in the, of the election day spoiler. Noam Layden has more information. The poll finds if Andrew Cuomo were to run as an independent candidate this fall, he would get around sixteen percent of the vote. The Democrat and Republican in the race would each get thirty three percent. The Emerson College survey finds support for Cuomo as a third-party candidate grows with age. 20% of voters over 65 would support him if he ran. Just 9% of voters between 18 and 29 would. Noam Layden, NBC News Radio, New York. Okay, so there's something to think about if you wanted to do that. So there you go, some just... Uh, some information um, just for the sake of doing so. So there you go. Some interesting things as those things happen. Anyways, let's see. Let's take a look. 58 minutes past the top of the hour. Let me kind of give you a, a, a quick spiel on things. If you need a random joke for today, here you go. It, it may be Cinco de Mayo, but I don't celebrate because it promotes stereotypes. Plus, I can't be trusted with alcohol since um, I'm Irish. If you need a phone starter today, try this one. Without using the word tick or talk, what's your favorite way to waste your time online? If you need something for the water cooler, try this one. One in five married couples say that their first fight was about this. What is it? 
I know money came to mind, but it's actually the laundry. So that's something to think about. Anyway, so that's going to sum up everything that we have going on here today. Um, I have people telling me that the streaming kept on um, jumping in and out, depending on where you were located. Apologize about that. We'll take a look into it, uh, see what we can uh, come up with. So anyways, that's going to sum up our time together today. If anything, here we go. Thank you for being the best part of Safety FM and Radio Big because we couldn't do what we do without you, the listener. Anyways, that's what we got. I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. Once you cross this world and into that unconscious state, you will vividly be present. <laughs>